sound like it is, Dave Scholler. About 15 minutes to tip off. Oh, we're going to tip off in the second round. A little NBA playoff preview. First round's over. Second round, sweet PBS music playing in the background there. Always pick the last. that for a sec first we'll wrap up the first round and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the second round so many great storylines to talk about as you see the board up here on the left here little bracket not as exciting as the March Madness bracket but still very exciting nonetheless my hair's all over the place much this crazy playoff game just got back from open gym 19 guys there today great commitment on a Sunday morning at eight o'clock uh so we're gonna do this right for part two if you look at it but uh wrapping up those series um New Orleans really matured a lot, although let's be honest, they could have been out if Booker doesn't hurt his hamstring. Chris Paul stepped up with a masterpiece, 14 or 14 in the game. But again, it's obvious that Booker is the key man in that series since they were 17 or four this year without Chris Paul, despite the narrative that many people want to talk. And of course, Booker obviously owes Chris Paul some money to say he's the greatest point guard of all time. Almost fell off the couch during that one, but hey, whatever. I guess we're in the moment. Booker probably didn't see magic play. Obviously, he's not old enough. And see Isaiah Thomas play, Wolf Frazier, Jerry West, people of that nature, or Steph Curry, obviously. But hey, whatever, we'll go with it. But uh, New Orleans did some good things. Uh, what are you going to do with Zion, though? This is the king. Uh, Zion, you know, he says he wants to sign the max deal. If you're New Orleans, you re-sign Zion to the max? I don't know, man. I got to get a really good doctor. I need about 10 opinions for our sign this guy. And his commitment to his fitness, obviously, he does look bigger. I'm not on the scale with him, but he does look bigger. Got to have a guy that's committed. You want that max deal. And uh, I know in NBA, we just throw money around. Uh, Phoenix has great depth. Uh, they play well together. Booker looked really healthy the other night to come back in your first game back and play 32 minutes. It says a lot. So obviously he looks really healthy, but Ingram really stepped up in the playoffs and, and so did Alvarado. And there's a good, good feel right now in the NBA guys who are undrafted and, and not paid attention to that. have had great careers and, uh, and guys that were drafted late, like a Brunson and an Alvarado, it's so great to see these guys step up. And uh, it's really good to see Ingram step up. Uh, you know, LeBron had him banished because I guess, you know, he didn't want a guy who's 6'11 who could get off a shot whenever he wanted, but whatever. So uh, they banished him. He really stepped up, hoping that um, New Orleans can, you know, maybe pick up a tough post presence if they're not going to resign Zion. I, I tell you what, they're on the right track without him. They got some great depth. He had some great depth with Jones and and, and whatnot. So, I don't know. Uh, McCollum really did hurt him in game six, though. McCollum plays a de- just a decent game. They win game six, but he didn't. He got in foul trouble, and then he missed some key shots, a couple of air balls down a stretch. He was great all series. He was a great pickup at the deadline. But in game six, he didn't get it done for him. And, you know, that happens sometimes. But uh, I tell you, I wouldn't necessarily be out there to sign sign sign. I'd go get a guy like Collins, save the money if he's available. I think he is available. He's the last year of his contract with the Hawks. I go get a guy like that, get a post presence and uh, go from there. I, I think that team is, is on the move and I like the coach. Uh, it's been fun. Dallas, Utah, uh, Donovan Mitchell thinks he's an A plus player when he's an A player. Uh, big problem here. He's shooting 29% from three for the year. Doesn't get it done. And then uh, he's 
too busy taking his own threes, but he's not a great three-point shooter. Just no way you slice it. And again, people on the internet will go, oh, you're hating on him. No, telling a fact is not hating. It's a fact. If you don't like a fact, turn it off. Go to one of these other shows that blows and doesn't tell you what's going to happen before it happens like I have. So uh, Utah did not get it done. I think that team is good enough to get it done, but uh, Donovan needs to pull it back in a little bit. Share the rock. They definitely miss Joe Ingles a little bit. Need that secondary scorer. And uh, we'll get to Dallas going forward in a minute. Golden State, Denver, uh, Joker working by himself. No Porter, no Murray. Uh, if you're going to let Draymond play defense like that, uh, I think the Warriors can win it all. If you're not going to call anything, I think it could be done. If you're not going to punish Draymond by putting him on the block instead of the high post, uh, the Warriors and Poole has just stepped up in an enormous way. They didn't even have a healthy Iggy, and uh, they're still playing well. Looney, I love. Uh, they're just they're playing good ball. Wiggins, I'm so happy for uh, Wiggins. So, you know, they portrayed him as the next LeBron, and it was too much too soon, and now he's had a solid year and a solid career, and that's what you can hope for. You know, you don't have to be the greatest player ever. Just because they say you're the greatest player of the media doesn't mean you have to be, but really happy for for Wiggins. And uh, Golden State just took out Denver like they should. Minnesota-Memphis was a series I told you they should have put in prime time, and they did put in prime time. So, again, here on Telling Like It Is, we're right before everybody else. And the thing is, Memphis-Minnesota belonged in prime time. It's a very entertaining series. Minnesota had three fourth-quarter 10-point leads or more and lost all three of those games. <coughs> had a 20-point lead twice in the same game, excuse me, and lost. I guess that happens these days. So uh, just crazy, 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 crazy stuff. But, hey. Fun stuff, nonetheless. Great to see that series. Love Edwards. Love him a lot. Pat Bev, I was a little disappointed in that series. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns had some good moments. But Brooks and Ja and all the guys just stepped up. And Bain, oh, my goodness. Is there a better player out of nowhere, most improved player than Bain? I don't know. I know it can't be most improved yet. But, jeez, I mean, is there a guy that's turned more heads in the NBA than Bain? Probably not. So Memphis a two seven seed, but you know Minnesota is better than a seven seed. We all know it. Conley Towns takes a bad rap, but I think, like I said last week, Conley Towns is who he is. He's not uh, a top ten player in the league, but he's a very good player in the league. And uh, just by criticizing him more, it's not going to make him that player. I think he just has slow feet. He's not a great athlete, but he's a very good player. Very, 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 very good. Is he great? Nope. But Conley Towns has got some definitely got some great qualities, and he can do some great things for you. Like I said, do I think he's an all-time great? No. Does he like Giannis or LeBron? No. Okay, you know, KD? No, he's not. Although KD struggled, which we're going to get to in a minute. Miami versus Atlanta. Uh, really nervous about Miami's health, though. Jimmy Butler, I know he missed a game. I probably just figured they could win without him. And, of course, Kyle Lowry. I think if they're healthy and getting Oladipo, I think this team could win it all. Um, and Atlanta, obviously, Trey Young did win a game with about 4.4 seconds left for them, but he struggled this series. Miami's the best defensive team in the NBA. Great, great, great stuff right there. And you saw that Miami just took him out. Miami has a lot of depth, and Oladipo finishing off that game after a long knee injury, tough road back. Really, really proud of that. Atlanta's got to get better, like we said early before the playoffs started, that Atlanta skipped steps last year. And uh, people will call this a disappointing season. Now, I'd call this about where they were. Even last year, it's just that last year that a new kid on the block, he played the Knicks. Wasn't a good matchup for the Knicks, obviously. And they come out and they win. And then they take out Philadelphia. But again, it's hard to skip steps. You don't get to start right back in the Eastern Conference Finals when the next season begins. And so people will say Atlanta's disappointing. What's disappointing is the eight seed. That's disappointing. I don't think the Hawks themselves 
are disappointing. Again, a lot of injuries. I think Capella and Collins would have made a big difference in this series, but they just didn't get the chance. Uh, Collins, I really like Capella. You could see that DeAndre Hunter is going to be a big time player. They got some, uh, they got some big time issues uh, on that squad though. They need to get another score. They got some guys who could really bang it, but they need some guys who can create their own shot a little bit more. And once they do that, I think that team is headed for some even bigger things. I think they're solid. I think they're a good team. They got spirit and they got that one guy at the end of the game. I know he had a rough series, but he's still a great player, but between him and Jody, basically both getting their bodies beat to hell and, and neither of them are strong looking guys. But the thing is, you're going to keep going to the basket like that. You're getting punished. I mean, jaws on the ground every five minutes and Trey also, I mean, they're going to, they're going to learn what Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas finally figured out is that every time I go in, I'm going to wind up on my head and eventually you got to get that pull-up game. You know, Trey already has it. Jaws definitely got to get a better pull-up game so he can preserve his body. If you look around these great point guards, they're only, you know, it's very hard to, to, to stay healthy all the years. You're either in the crouch guarding the ball or someone's in the crouch guarding you. The pressure is always on you. You're never allowed to run up and down the court unmolested. You're always basically being pushed or prodded or pulled and their bodies just never, never fully recover. And that's why when Chris Paul plays well like that, it's, it's an amazing thing because guards, their bodies and legs just burn out quicker, carrying too much of the load. Milwaukee, the first two games look like crap for Chicago. And then all of a sudden they, Beat the hell out of Chicago. Uh, Grayson Allen getting it done right there. Everybody can love to hate him, but Grayson Allen stepped up big. He's always had a body, even his freshman year of college, when he won a championship, a great play in the championship game. His body has always been ready. He stepped up. Milwaukee just crushed him. Chicago showed no heart in the last three games on the defensive end of the floor, which is very surprising because Billy Donovan was all about hard as a player. So that was a little disappointing. But, you know, Milwaukee, Giannis is just the best player in the NBA right now. There's uh, no way about it. And the best thing about him is, there's just no drama, no drama with this man. He's an old-time basketball player. It's exciting. Then, of course, here in New York, uh, Nets versus the Boston Celtics. Nets lost four games to none and easily could have won four games to none. But, of course, here in New York, we have fans who overreact to everything because that's what New York does. Uh, it always reminds me of the, the play in the Bills-Giants Super Bowl. So if Scotty Norwood kicks the ball two feet left, is Bill Parcells a worse coach because he has one Super Bowl? Well, in people's eyes, he is because people don't understand the game. But at that point, Bill Parcells already did everything he's going to do in that game. What he's done now is over. Now it's up to Scott Norwood. It has nothing to do with Bill Parcells. That game's over. But the ball goes three feet to the left or three feet to the right. Makes Bill Parcells a better coach? No, it doesn't. He's already finished what he's done for that game. Now it's up to Scott Norwood. But again, that's why the best quote in sports history is from Friday Night Lights. The only difference between winning and losing is how the outside world treats you. Think about that game. Think about Scott Norwood's kick staying wide right. If it goes three feet to the left, he's only got one title, and people consider him a lot less of a good coach when really it has nothing to do with him. It's out of his hands at that point. Same thing here. The Nets have leads in all four games down the stretch. Now, will they panic and break it all up? Yeah, there's definitely some pieces there. They need Steve Nash look lost. He doesn't run any offense. Two, they don't have any toughness. But you got to be careful. And are you going to give Kyrie a full extension, Max? No freaking way am I giving him a max extension. Holy crap. This guy, like I said, I give him credit for not wanting to get the vaccine. I'll back anybody on what your stance is for the vaccine. But then you can't go up in the press conference and say, we haven't had time to play together. Well, that was on you that you didn't have time to play together. I mean, people are just so unaware today. It's it's, it's incredible how un, not self-aware people are today and how self-absorbed they are. They don't even realize like what they're saying and, and how they present themselves and how they come off. But if I'm Brooklyn, I don't panic and break it up too much. You do need some post presence in there. I didn't think they used Drummond enough. I didn't think they'd use Blake Griffin enough. I didn't think they used Patty Mills enough. I think you make your own bench, and Steve Nash did not do a good job of that. 
Kevin Durant uh, led the first round in minutes played a game 44. You cannot do that. You cannot have him playing 44 minutes a night. Plus, you saw the complete player that Tatum is. And the other thing you saw about Durant is he's not a physical presence. So he can't get a basket by being physical. And that's the difference between him and LeBron. LeBron can, if LeBron's not shooting well, he's going to go through you. Durant can't do that. That's a big difference. Durant got bodied up by Tatum, couldn't create space. Tatum 6'8, LeBron 6'11. But you know what? He couldn't get physical with him and get his own space. And I think that that's a, a good roadmap going forward for people who do have that matchup. Now, most teams don't have Tatum, but I'm just saying, I think they really did a good job on him. Marcus Smart did a great job. I think it was uh, uh, just a lot of fun that series. Uh, but, you know, from a New Yorker standpoint, people are just flipping out, you know, and just losing their minds. But so when we look here going forward, obviously here's the stats on the screen of the, uh, Different things, situations of who's, you know, 31 Joker, Butler had a great series and and people of that nature. But um, just so many, such a good job. Bruce Brown did a great job for Brooklyn, by the way. And Bogey played a real good uh, situation for for Atlanta. But you know, what are you going to do? Those, those series are over now as we move forward. Gary Trent uh, Jr. also really stepped forward. I thought he did a good job. But now moving forward, let's take a look at this screen again here. Now we got Phoenix-Dallas, really interesting series here. To me, if Dallas is if Dallas wants to play Boban once in a while, I think they can match up with DeAndre Ayton. I really, it's a real gamble here. And again, it's all about matchups. Are you going to play Ayton with a smaller guy? If you are, basically, you're saying is, well, I don't think Phoenix is patient enough to dump the ball in there all day long because Andre the Ayton has shown himself to be an excellent player and he has really developed over time, which is why the Suns have been successful. By the way, they've let their guys develop. When Booker got there, they sucked. They let him keep playing. Same with Ayton, they let him keep playing. Then you had an old pro and in, in, in Paul, you get guys like Bridges and all of a sudden, but they did it through the draft. And uh, that's what's fun about that team. And Jackson also, they did a great job with the draft. But what is Dallas going to do with Andre Dean? Does Dallas then say, all right, we're going to play small and we're gonna, DeAndre Ayton's going to have to cover somebody? Or do you play big and put Boban in there? Because Max Kleber, I just don't think it's, it's going to happen. Um, you know, your leading rebounder is a guard, Luka Doncic. I mean, I'm not sure that this is going to be a instructional video on how to rebound this series. I don't think either team is really good on the board. Uh, the thing is, this is going to be a big, big, big strategy session here. What do you do? Is Jason Kidd say, all right, I'm going to bring Boban in the game. Got to bring some longer guys in the game. We're going to have to cover him. We're going to cover him with a smaller guy because right now the Eaton is loving that free throw line area. You could cover him with a small guy and see if he takes the bait. If he takes the bait and stays in the free throw line area, you can continue to do it. But if he takes you down to the block, you're going to be in trouble. Who's covering Luca? I mean, Chris Paul's not covering him. He's too big for him. They don't want him to pick up fouls. I mean, this is going to be interesting. They got enough guys that they got Jackson, you got Bridges, you got enough guys that you can do this with. So I think it's going to be a tough series. I think Phoenix is the better team and Booker healthy. I think they're definitely a better team, but <coughs> Dallas presents some interesting situations here. And Brunson, the development of Brunson changes this series. Now you have a secondary scorer. So we'll see. Finney Smith going to show up to the, come up to the page. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a fascinating series. And when you look here, you know, like I said, Luca had a nice playoff series, Jalen Brunson, 27.8 in the playoff series, just fascinating stuff right here that uh, Brunson stepped up like this. Good for him. It's great to see guys like that. Dinwiddie 15.3 game. That was really nice. But again, what are you going to do here? What is Dallas going to do? Is Dallas going to find a way to like chip away here and, and find a way to, Guarding with multiple smaller bodies, or are they going to make a commitment? And Phoenix with a healthy Booker, they're a well-oiled machine. What are they going to do? This is going to be 
fascinating stuff. And like I said, Booker looked great when he came back to the night. Really, really, really proud of him. Chris Paul looked obviously very good. He had that 14 for 14 game. Excellent job for him. And then DeAndre Ayton averaged 20 points a game for a young center like that to do that. And then Mikael Bridges had a great game the other night, 17.3. He averaged in the playoffs. This is all fantastic stuff. So that series, I would say, I would say Phoenix and six, of course, we got to watch the health of any player in this situation, but especially Booker, we got to watch his health. I mean, I would say Phoenix and six, but who knows, maybe Phoenix and five even. We'll see. Then we move on to that next series, Golden State Memphis, fascinating series. If Draymond Green is going to get in the, be allowed to play defense the way he plays defense. Obviously there's no Adams today. We'll have to see Adams is in protocol. I think Adams could definitely hurt green on the low block. They have some history together, but are you going to play Adams? I think you could guard green with Adams. because I don't think green does enough on offense. I'll run your offense for you, but he's not a threat to score himself. Adams could slack off and clog up the middle, make Draymond beat me. This is something I've talked about forever. I would guard everybody else and leave him open. See if you can get in his head, a little reverse psychology on Draymond. But the thing is, this is going to be a fantastic series. The Memphis Grizzlies have not shown patience, though. John is not shooting the ball well. And Memphis plays with the fastest pace. Are you going to run up and down with Golden State? Well, if that's what the one that brung you, you got to dance with the one that brung you. But if you're going to run up and down with Golden State, the swings and the, and the levels of swings with the threes and everything in this series is going to be wild. That could be 25-point deficits come back on multiple times in the series. However, Memphis did not shoot the three well. This is the first time they're in the deep end of the pool. They have a little edge on the Warriors in the last couple of years, but you know what? This is a different story now. Pool stepping up like that. I mean, this is a different series. And like I said, who's Draymond going to cover? Well, the other thing that's key for Memphis, Jackson cannot stay on the floor. This guy is having great, great, great success when he's on the floor, but this man averages five fouls a game. He cannot stay on the floor. So between Golden State and Memphis, this is going to be – quite the battle here Desmond Bain 23.5 a game I mean is Clay gonna guard him I guess you put Clay back on is Clay fully healthy we don't know that he looks it but this is gonna be interesting John Morant 21.5 a game pool 21 points a game uh just impressive impressive stuff here Dylan Brooks 16.5 Brandon Clark has really stepped up if you're gonna let Draymond get in Clark's head and push him around like that this could be interesting but I do think Adams could help in this series with loonies in the game, Adams could definitely get in there. We're not going to have Adams today, unfortunately. But when Adams is in that game and loonies in the game, Adams could definitely be a factor. He's a good player. He's very underrated in this league. Andrew Wiggins, 15 points a game in the series, last series. So that was exciting. Uh, just beautiful stuff to watch. Curry, obviously, 28, shooting 50%, which is amazing. Going to be a fun series, but really. And this is what I always argue with my, my high school players. I tell them, I'll say, well, you, you never saw Michael Jordan play, so you know, what the hell are you talking about? And they say, well, it doesn't matter if I saw him play. And, and I always use this example. You know why it does matter? In 15 years, when some kid tells you that Draymond Green's numbers are eight points a game for his career and he sucks, how can you measure Draymond Green by points a game? Yeah, sure, he's got eight, seven, and seven. And some kid will look at that and go, he sucks. If you watch Draymond Green every night, you know the impact he has on this game. It is amazing to watch how much stuff he does. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff he does. He's one of the best help defenders of all time, if not the best help defender of all time. He's fantastic. He does a lot of things. He can run your offense for you. Now, is Draymond be the same on any other team when he doesn't have two of the best three shooters of all time on the same squad with him? Probably not, but he's not on any other team. He's on this team, and that's why it's a great fit. But again, if you're going to let him frustrate some of the players from Memphis, right, whether it be 
you know, chip shot and Bane, because, you know, he, we know he loves to do that, or hitting Morant when he comes through the lane. <laughs> Draymond is the master of all this stuff. Brooks and Brooks is definitely going to temper. Brandon Clark, like I said, has been awesome. This is going to be so much fun today at 3.30. I cannot wait to see this. It's going to be a fantastic series. And people killing Memphis and Minnesota for the for the swings, but they played up-tempo. That's what they played all year. People bitching about the quality of the play. I'll tell you what, game one of Brooklyn – Boston was like pickup run at LA fitness. It was awful. I thought the Memphis uh, Minnesota series was fun to watch. Sure. The leads and the, and the swings, but with today's three leads and swings are bigger than ever before. Anyway, Miami, Philadelphia, this is the series. I believe I'm most sure about not just because Embiid's hurt, but I just think I don't see any way Philadelphia beats him. Harden does not look like the same player. Maxi, if he's going to be one of the great all time, second year players in the history of the league. Yeah, maybe, but I tell you what, Harden just does not look the same. Uh, this is why you got to have a, a very good backup center if you're if you're Philadelphia and, and you know GM didn't do that he didn't take care of business and you know that uh, Joel's uh, injury history is tough sometimes yeah I feel bad for Joel Embiid he's had a great year he showed himself to be a, a champion and uh, unfortunately um, you know people are getting on Doc Rivers for having him out there you know you're up 29 with five minutes left eh, you know I have a rule two with 23 with 34 with 40 five with 50. Or if the other team waves the white flag, that's my rule. And I've learned that from some great coaches who are a lot older than I am, won a lot more games. I can't blame Doc, and but anybody who's blaming him has never coached or competed a day in their life. He's just trying to wrap up a series. It's a freak play. You know, it's one of those situations. What happens if, if Joel had 49 points and he took him out in that situation? You'd be bitching that you didn't let him get 50. So you can't have it both ways. Again, here I'm telling you like it is we have intimate understanding of these things as we coach. And we are not a homer. Uh, so I, I really feel Miami's going to win the series, whether they had a healthy Joel Embiid or not. But we'll see. You know, sometimes strange narratives come up in series and and correct things. I just think that uh, obviously Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler's health. They really need Lowry a lot more than you think. Um, if Lowry's not healthy, yeah, Philadelphia might have a chance to win this thing. But I really believe in Miami here. I believe in them in the series. Um, it should be a fun series to watch. Starts tomorrow. We want Joel Embiid to get back, wear that mask, get some concussion protocol. We'll have a great time. We're looking forward to that. Milwaukee, Boston, my favorite series of, this, of the next set because there's no what I like to call bitches in this round. I mean bitches by people who whine all the time about stuff. These guys are just pros. Both teams just come out there and they play hard. You don't have anybody out there who's going to complain, whine, take days off, chill out. There's all team players on these teams. It's very exciting to watch. Milwaukee's a well-oiled machine. Watching Giannis is a privilege. It's already a top two or three power forward in the history of the game in my, my book. He's already there. Uh, people talk about the all-time greats uh, you know, playing right now, and sometimes they leave him out because he's not out there promoting himself. He's awesome. Love Giannis. There's so many things on the floor for you. It's going to be dependent on how they call the series. Who is going to guard Giannis? Who's going to want to pick up those cheap fouls? Uh, that's, that's the tough part here for Boston. We'll see about Boston's depth. <clears throat> I just don't know if they're going to be deep enough. However, Milwaukee doesn't have Middleton. I wish all these teams are healthy. And this is why I said last week, I'm telling like it is, that we should have a 70-game NBA season and no back-to-backs. Because the quality of the product has suffered. And I'm telling you, tanking it during the regular season, having load management and everything else, and then coming out in the playoffs and trying to flip a switch doesn't work. How's that load management working out, Pop? We got less injuries and more. We have more than we've ever had before. So, again, it's like the baseball pitchers. They throw less innings and get more injuries. Well, we could be a realist, or we can call them soft. Well, the problem is you got to be both. 
you got to call them soft and then also be a realist and say, well, let's fix it. That's why in baseball, we should keep the doubleheader seven inning thing. And we should keep the ghost runner on second base because it saves innings on pitchers who are always getting hurt. These guys wake up in the morning and pull a hamstring. Basketball, same thing. We're missing Middleton here. That's a big, big problem. Grayson Allen has stepped up, but how long are they going to do that for? Think about Milwaukee is such a, a well-oiled team. Lopez is back and healthy for the first time really all year. Uh, you really can't go by the season series because they played Milwaukee three times. Uh, Milwaukee played Boston three times before Christmas. And the thing is, before Christmas, they did not have Lopez. And actually, Boston was uh, struggling like crazy. So that's the situation. So here we are, Boston, Milwaukee. Should be a blast. Looking forward to that. I still think Milwaukee's going to win, although without Middleton, I'm not sure. This is going to be great. But anyway, fun stuff here on Town Like It Is. Really looking forward to wrapping up this NBA playoff second round. It's already started. I don't know what the score is yet. We got Milwaukee and Boston playing already. It's 110 here on the East Coast. We're ready to play. Charlie steps into the office for the uh, for the program. Charlie wants to raise, get the three or four biscuits for the uh, for his job here. Hello, Charlie. How are you, buddy? Who you got today in the Bucks Celtics? And then Rosie follows him up. Very exciting stuff right now. So that's it on telling like it is. Check out our uh, A's update uh, coming out tomorrow. A's two tough losses over the weekend to a team that lost seven in a row on the road, and that's not good for the A's. But hey, we're fighting it the best we can. The thing is, we got to keep working. The Acers, we can hang around 500 every hell of a year. So, anyway, telling like it is NBA playoffs, second round, gonna be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. Should be something that we're all gonna really, really, really enjoy. I want to say goodbye Sunday. Start watching those games. Get on that Bucks Boston game, get on that Golden State Memphis game. Take care.